<laughs> Bring on the rage as we discuss taxes and death. What's it going to be tonight? You're right, just on SideQuest Live. <laughs> Alright, hey everybody. My name is Todd. We're all live. Um, we're going to be playing some Dungeons & Dragons. It's episode 30. I didn't want to interrupt. Sorry, we're uh, solving all the world's problems and, and it's tax time. So we're all a little bit gripped squeezing by the nuggets but um let's uh, dive in i'm gonna be the dm for our game it's episode 30 uh thanks for jumping in we do live interaction so if you're on twitch you're on instagram um not instagram uh youtube uh then you can jump on live and chat at us and we'll try to incorporate it into the game otherwise uh what i would love is to meet the table and dive in a little bit so let's go do that where are you table there you are table hi so you gave up on Instagram, huh? <laughs> I thought about it's not it. Worth it. It well, I, there are other buttons that I would have to push, so I decided against it. So I far. think it's super fair. It keeps just like dying in the middle of the stream, and all, everything else just keeps going. It's like what it's I oh, watch. you know what I will do? I will uh, record in vertical format. So if I want to throw it up on one of the vertical formats, we can. That's do that later. not a bad idea. Uh, any YouTube short? I, like the vertical um it looks good layout that you did the, the layout's really nice and yeah, yeah. no uh, timely makes a great point right if there's anything that we say that happens to be funny yeah absolutely there it is short. on its side <laughs> <laughs> what about if it happens 101 <laughs> absolutely now let me make sure that audio is getting out there to the interweaves because uh that sucks i was I hearing started. but i didn't check once i started talking cool, so, cool. So you're, saying, you're saying my my lazy ass streaming last couple of weeks was just not up to par Is that what it was saying? fine i'm gonna take it i'll make it all pretty and throw it out on the interwebs oh oh it's not pretty enough fine oh i got it well this is and that is all the faces of you beautiful people oh, but uh you know i like my overlays i spend a lot of time on that um so anyway we're gonna be doing some uh fifth ed and we're gonna pick up uh right where we left off in the throwdown in the midst of of the mage tower having just learned that these mother oh wait hold on i have to remember something i'm not allowed to swear okay i'm, I'm not saying you guys can't swear but i'm gonna try not to because my son helped me with a bunch of the maps and traps today uh hint uh <laughs> so he wants to listen slash watch this later so i've promised that i will try not to swear like a yeah that's my goal so um <laughs> you guys don't let me harsh your creative vibes but uh just know that an eight-year-old might be listening to this later um and that might come out at school so yeah anyway uh so welcome to the stream thanks I'm trying to be a bit more kid friendly because i had kid help today and i will tell you he is a murderous uh little guy little guy but i didn't actually say anything bad there but yeah he had some great i actually had to tone him down a little i'm like dude you're gonna oh, just boy. just murderate them all. <laughs> so I mean, I keep saying you always pull your punches. Uh, we well, got we got we got to get him as the GM. Yep, you know what? Yeah, I would be so down. <laughs> he has run a game for it's a, a family game. Better at it than anyone else. Oh, it's uh, true. It's a children's game, and yeah. uh, you should play with kids more. Yeah, kid. You know, my kids both play. It's been great. Uh, and my oh, daughter awesome. runs a game in uh, at her school. It's good times. Nice. All right, let's let's go around and meet everybody. Uh, tell me who you're playing 
Uh, and what do you do? All right. I uh, don't. Nope. All the cameras are messed up. That's not Darcy at all. So I'll work on the cameras while you guys do the talking. Hey, let's start with Steve. Uh, it says here I'm playing Gex, who's a Goliath rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll I'll do that. It sounds good. <laughs> I think there was something bear-like also that I was going to play. That's right. You got uh, NPCs. A bunch of you scooped up some NPC minions last time. So um, I believe his name was Crank Enormous the Bugbear. Crank Enormous Bear. He's very cranky and enormous, and he's a bear. And Uh, I I did make you. I just think of him as a grizzly bear because it's more fun. He's just a bear. Just a little bear. He's literally just a bear. Nice. And he holds the horn. Darcy. He doesn't talk. Next. Oh, am I up? Hi, I'm Darcy. You can find me at Darcy Bits, uh, except for on Twitter and Instagram because I have no consistency. Um, I'm playing Empty Wisdom, but I will also be playing Shu, uh, who was a character I designed like two years ago, three maybe. I'm so like, happy it's been a while. <laughs> I'm so pleased um, you were like yes. Yeah, so I I have um, actual emotional attachment to this character, and they're not simply fodder. Um, so we'll see what happens today. <laughs> Will Todd pull his punches? Tune in! <laughs> All right. And on that That's cliffhanger... That's it for me. Move on. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brandon. Hola. Uh, I'm Brandon. I'm playing Eli, a half-elf wizard. Uh, who's a bit... In over his head, and also uh, Jalen, a rather stoic human fighter. Uh, ah, who I wasn't sure whether it was human fighter. I better put that in. Yeah. Fire. Fighter. I just left the T off. <laughs> human fire. That's what that is. Wait, <laughs> that, that might be a spoiler, too. Awesome. Uh, let's keep going around the horn. Timely. Hello. Uh, so I play Hilda Bumbray. That's my usual main character, who is a med school dropout, has taken on the adventuring life. And is this perhaps parent day? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I forgot. No, we, she went to U University of, of Tasper. Yeah, University of Tasperell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, my minion, it worked. The minion picked up by me is Graham, the half orc fighter. Is there a half orc fire? Half orc fire. All right. Um, let's keep going around the horn. Let's uh, let's, let's let's go down to Matt. So I am playing Balin of the Clan Iron Eater uh, from the reclaimed halls of Illifarn. And uh, I'm looking to avenge the death of my companion, uh, the Minotaur Guard Asterion. Oh, yeah. You guys came out into the hall and he just got cut down. He was massacred. Yeah, he got cut down. He was the first of you to fall. So actually, I need to correct something real quick because, yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah, we're going to have to update that text a little bit. I'll just do this. Where is it? Hold on. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> Just gets the X. That's all it gets. 
that in memory of. All right, uh, and keep going around. Let's talk to Bella. Hey, hi everybody. I'm Bella. I'm playing um, uh, primarily Isold. And I know we got some NPCs that we're playing, but I can't seem to find mine, so I don't even uh, know. I remember. It's Frizzle. Frizzle, right. Okay. Miss Frizzle. Yes, Miss Frizzle. We yep. made the magic school bus joke, so and Frizzle she's a red, is a uh, fire genasi. Fire genasi uh, fighter. Fighter. All right. Fire genasi. Yes, fire she's genasi. A, she's a fighter. A there yes. we go. Nasty firefighter. There it is. She is yeah. a firefighter. Yes. She fights fire. She fights with fire. Yes. <laughs> Both. She starts fire. Yes. All the Does yes. Blanket? Yes. Just yes. All right. And that brings us back around to Gordon. Hey, Gordon, playing two characters. Uh, Rook, the one of the OG uh, members of Strange Acquaintances, and Talithar. Awesome. Who's a uh, half-elf paladin, and Rook is a rogue. I got that in reverse order, just to be extra confusing. And I'm your GM, and we or DM, whatever you want to call it. And tonight, we're going to dive into episode 30. Time slows down for a second. Outside the windows of the Mage Tower, you can see the storm is raging. Bursts of lightning and fire, shadows flitting past the windows of these reaper-like creatures beginning to descend upon the cities, uh, cities' denizens below. You can hear muffled screams through the open window and the raging storm. You can also see these very slight shadows of massive tentacles in amongst the storm clouds. But a little closer in, closer to home, closer to you all, you're in a hall in what were supposed to be your allies' home and main fortress, the Mage Tower, only to be betrayed by the head of the Order, trying to convince you not to attack the source of this evil that you've tracked to beneath the city, the part of the city that lies in ruin, the home of Rook, the Undertow, now mostly a desolate wasteland up on the ridge just east of the port. You're beginning to descend going against orders you open the door to come face to face with former enemies a half-orc fighter barbarian a tabaxi rogue with a couple of tricks up her sleeve a, a weird half gray halfling who seems uh, he was a death cleric, if you remember correctly, and their faithful dog-slash-druid companion, escorted by one of the acolytes of the tower, waiting outside in the hallway for you to exit. As the door flings open, they unleash on the party. You're 
one your one of your allies you picked up along the way, a minotaur, swiftly poisoned and cut down, falling just in front of the, your party. His gasp as he falls. <sighs> I'm sorry. The rest of you roll initiative. Not to make things worse for ourselves, but um, if I recall correctly, and I might not, um, there was a spell unleashed into the room that has already hit us, and we've already rolled and failed and all that good stuff. Um, yep. So awfulness is already on its uh, happening. It's either stinking cloud. It was a cloud kill, I believe. It um, was cloud kill. Cloud of. Not even, like, noxious choking gas, but probably something a lot closer to, like, chlorine or something. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, a, it's nasty, um, nasty stuff. Yeah, specifically called out, like, oh, you don't even have to breathe for this to hurt you. It is bad for you as a yeah. person. It's just, <laughs> like, just tearing into your eyes. It's, it's real nasty stuff. All right, I'm just going to drag everybody who's in this particular okay. fight. Uh just double check that the room is loading okay for you on roll 20. Oh, uh, is it right now? It's a gray box. Yep. Okay. So, and I'm just gonna drag as many of you in as I can, and you can kind of choose your marching order here. Uh, let me just finish that off. And now I didn't mention yet in the recap that Rook, sorry. Gex and Empty Wisdom had actually snuck away into the main uh, atrium of the base of the Mage Tower and uh, where Empty managed to awaken this massive tree at the base. So we will we will come back to that in a few seconds. But for now, at the top of the Mage Tower, uh, can you please let me know your marching order? The Minotaur, who is no more is just at the entrance and is down. I don't remember I, who was next. I, rem- I recall saying that the bear was going to be last, so... Yep. I feel right. like the exam was near the was probably... He was pretty close. Like, right, he was pretty close. He was, like, right, I think, right after the Minotaur. Yep. And, okay. um... I think Miriam was, um... Listen. Sorry? Sorry? Oh, no, I was letting you finish. Uh, uh, Torig was also near oh, the front. right. Like, I need a Torig. Let me go grab a dwarf. Yeah. Who is the de facto leader of the, um, of the Mage Tower in, in the absence of a good leader from the non-betraying kind. <laughs> so there he is, just behind you. Which way is yeah. the... I think I was about to ask the same thing as Timely, yeah. Where, where is the... out? Oh, right. On this Sorry, map. that's oh, not... Uh, I haven't drawn that yet. I mean, it, it's up here. Okay. Oh. Oh. So I believe... 
Shu was not like the very back because a lot of people wanted the back. Um, so they were sort of middle-ish. Uh, but like, I kind of feel like as soon as this cloud hit, like kind of all hell broke loose. Um, your survival instincts kick in and you just run. So I don't, yeah, I don't think that they're just hanging out in a cloud. Uh, it is it is a bolt for the door situation. So, yeah, exactly. Marching order might not super matter. It's really just initiative order at this point. That's true. That's fair. All right. So let's uh, let's just say you're all kind of clustered up there um, in the back. Yeah. And uh, that that'll be good enough for now. So uh, mm-hmm. let's hear everybody's initiatives. I think Isold was toward the front. If I remember correctly, I was thinking we might need to re-roll if we don't remember. I don't know if I wrote it down. I don't think I did. I should have. I think you know for initiative. It. Yeah. Oh, Isold has. I just meant like her marching order. I think she's oh, toward I see. the front. Yeah. She yeah, has. the front. She has twenty-five, and uh, <laughs> Frizzle has fifteen. Nice. Uh, so Isold with twenty-five. Sorry, what was that? I got a four. <laughs> okay, let's go. Um, let's go down from twenty. Uh, anyone over twenty? Ashu got twenty. Okay. Anybody else? Gex right. has twenty-one. Gex has twenty-one. All right. We might need to come back to the you in a sec. Uh, all right. Uh, somewhere between fifteen and twenty. Alvathar is 15. <laughs> All right. Jalen got 17. All right. 10 to 15. Uh, uh, the bear that got 14. <laughs> Sorry, what was the Frankie bear? bear okay. 11. Bear is 11. Who had 14? Hilda. Hilda has 14. All right. And uh, 5 to 10. Rook has 8. Okay. That's low um, for Rook. And I know I rolled bad. <laughs> Empty has a 5. And who had the 4 again? Uh, that was Balin. And Balin with 4. Um, I got a 1. Oh, no. Graham has it. Graham has a three. Okay. <laughs> and Graham. All right. I'm gonna, leave it, up, you know. I'm gonna leave it up to everybody here to uh track your uh when you need to jump in. Alright. And uh just one more quick little roll here on my part. And, oh, alright. It's top of the order. Is old. All of a sudden, this noxious smell is just permeating the room, rolling through. You can see the far end of the room hasn't been hit yet, but it's moved past your party and is beginning to approach uh, the uh, uh, like the middle of the room. Right. So, Izzel, so what do you want to do? I believe I got a nat 20 on my save last time. So my nice. save on that was a 27. Yep. Am I impacted by it? No. Oh, well, you you took half damage. Okay, but is it like? It. Okay, so is there any like kind of carryover? If 
if you stay in it, you will have to roll again. Okay, so um, I would definitely get out. So of do you that. want to run to the back of the room or out the door towards where you hear some sounds of combat? And I don't see who like cast this or anything like that. Unfortunately, no, you don't. No, uh, not yet, because you haven't left the room yet. Right, so I will leave the room. Um... <laughs> Sounds so casual when you say it like that. I'll just leave the room. Yeah, you know. All right. I'm hoping I won't be alone. Do I see anybody? Um, absolutely. The second you step out of the door, you see um, the half-orc. You recognize them. Uh, wait, were you there? I'm trying to remember. Nope. All right, so no. you don't know who this is. It's just an angry-looking <laughs> half-orc who is... Oh, by the way, you're, you can see the noxious cloud now. It's kind of mm -hmm. hazy, purpley, okay. green. Mm -hmm. oh, thank you. Mm. It's kind of pretty. It kind of very is. pretty. Yeah. Love it's like, you know, the way that gasoline is. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell who kind of is attacking who? Like. Oh, yeah. You see I the half orc has just side? cut the minotaur across the throat. The minotaur falls to its knee and is bleeding out. Talithar's reaching for their blade. Um, and you see okay. the tabaxi behind is busy mo making motions like a spellcaster, uh, and so is mm. the the cl um, the little half halfling cleric is also. Yeah. Now I can't remember last time if I had done my blood right or not. You did. It was all up and ready on okay. your on your bow. That's what I thought. Okay. So, and did I cast my spell? Um, it's very hard to play. A couple weeks later yeah mm -hmm. it's been a bit um it doesn't look like anything is marked off so i'm gonna just say i cast hex onto the half work yep all right so that's your bonus and i'm gonna take two shots at him trying to get him off of the minotaur all right go for it make your rolls on deck we've got uh, Gex, who's will come actually, sure, we'll keep it going uh, with what Gex wants to do uh, in order, just so I don't forget y'all. Uh, that means Gex and Shu are on deck. So Hex is cast. So 11. 11. Damage. Uh, do you need a breakdown of what damage is what? No. Okay. So 11 damage total. And nice. then my next shot will be okay again on him because I'm assuming he's fine. Yeah, he's a big beefy half-orc. Uh, 20 hit him? Uh, 20 does hit, yeah. Okay. For another... Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on one sec. Uh, he's gonna um... spend a reaction and he just turns this massive battle axe and deflects your arrow. Okay. On that last one. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. Then I. Th I just want to double check one thing. I think sure. I have my D four. 
hold on. I always forget. No, maybe not. Um, I really have to learn this character better. Uh, yeah, no. Okay. Um, I think we're good. That's all I can do. All right. Coming up next, Gex. So down below, Gex, you are in the atrium. You've just, you're holding on to Empty's shirt, uh, making sure that Empty doesn't plunge over the edge of this little balcony that you're perched up on. And uh, Empty has just made contact with the tree and it's begun shaking and pulling its roots up. And the whole tower is beginning to shift uh, as this tree begins to rise. So what do you want to do, Gex? Um, I'll just set Empty down and, and say, you, you okay? You, uh, you going to keep <sighs> your feet on the ground right now? Thanks. Thanks. Huh. Did we hear what's going on upstairs, I guess? There's like commotion sounds or no? Um, You're pretty far down, so probably you can do a perception check, but it's going to be really crazy hard we to We did hear. make perception checks, didn't we? Yeah. I think that might have happened. I don't know. can't remember. It's okay, several so floors then, away. So. Yeah. So then right. I'm just going to sprint back up there. Yeah, you, right. go, you go get everyone. I don't think we can leave from a... Bring everyone down. Uh, yep. Be right back. That's everything I needed. All right, so Gex begins to haul up to up the stairs. I'm just going to get you to do an um, uh, athletics check to see how fast you cover that ground. No, actually, you knew that there was stuff, that there were people up there who could end up being in a fight, so I'm going to say you have an advantage on this. <laughs> Yeah, you literally passed them. You're like, oh yeah, those people. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> you remember yeah, Garrick. Not uh, Garrick's. Not to be confused with Garrick's, the doppelganger. This is Garrick, because apparently I don't make up good names from episode to episode. So it's Garrick yeah. is the half-orc. And Garrick's was the doppelganger. Um, yeah. Anyway. 26. Uh, 26. Nice. All right. So you are going up the stairs real quick. Uh, covering. No problem. All right. Coming up next, we got Shu. What's Shu going to do? <laughs> uh, he just starts running. He's just like, I'm going to just go for the door and get out of here. This seems silly. So we just see him like, like, like loose shirt pulled up over his face, running, probably tears rolling down his cheeks. That's the kind of thing that happens when this gets in your eyes and mouth um and he's just running for the door i do think that he's maybe a little slippery in a sort of like i'm just running and ready for anything but not in a like fighting way but in a dodging way so i think i'm going to dodge and run if you definitely make your way up past you suddenly come like you brush past this minotaur that falls to their knees and you look up in time to see the out (laughs) the outcome of all of this and then you see the enemy combatants waiting there um you still have your action and several more Uh, no dodge i'm gonna gonna take dodge so that i don't get like completely blasted but i'm just full moving and dodging is i forget not a not a not a rush is shoe a what what class is ranger ranger 
Strange. Yes. Okay. I Shoot. considered doing a little like cheeky multi-class, but as you were saying, you know, let's not get too complicated with these. Um, Choose a Ranger. Okay. Uh, so Rogue you've got, made sense, but whatever. You've still got about ten more feet of movement, but that would put you in amongst them. Do you want to rush up on them? Or are you good where you are? Yeah, I mean, if, if we imagine the scene, right? Shu just starts running, and wherever the round ends is where he is, right? He's not like, I'm moving to this spot, because that's not how real world works, right? All right. So he's just like, whoop, uh, uh, excuse me, whoop, whoop, that's like, just, okay. like, just making their way down. Um, nice. Okay, maybe so they're even get... a little bit actually slippery. Maybe the cloud kills condensated on their skin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just bubbling and blistering. Ugh, ugh. <sighs> All right, so you get pretty yeah, far. Thinking, but sure. yeah. You get yeah, right up and amongst... Uh, you basically have to so stop just before the tabaxi and the halfling because you can't stop in their space. Um, sure. But yeah, you get right up past the orc, uh, half-orc. All right, uh, Jalen. Mid sure. movement. I don't, you know, you How much? Yeah. How much movement? Sorry. No, I'm just saying you kept being sort of like mid-movement between the rounds, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jalen. Awesome. Yeah. Your turn. Where do you okay. want to be? Jalen's gonna move into the room. All right. Five, ten, fifteen. Gets you in the in the doorway, and you can see what's going on now. Um, Jalen sees the Minotaur, who you've he Jalen's known the Minotaur for years, probably. Cool. Cool. Um, uh... you still have your. You can keep moving like Shu did. Uh, yeah, it's the, not showing up on my screen. That's why. Oh, right. You don't have the yeah. vision. Yeah, yeah, we can't on. see that. Vision there. Anywho, um, I'll just move, uh, where is he? Elias into the room so you can kind of see what's going on. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. And... Is he able to get to the half-orc? Uh, yeah, you can post up. You could even try to squeeze around the half-orc to get uh, get behind them if you need, if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, let's do that. All right, and so you kind of happens. nudge in next to Shu. Um, you're going to have to kind of go there, or the halfling is going to take it. Actually, hmm, you could get in between them, like the, like uh, what the halfling is like, 90 degrees left and orc is 90 degrees to your right um but if you go any further they'll start getting free swings at you uh yeah let's go with your option <laughs> just be aware the orc can't swing at you right now because he spent his reaction that's true but the halfling can halfling can yeah the halfling's a mage he swings like a just say a cleric cleric uh... oh and you can actually say that out loud. Oh, does Talithar know that? No. No, Talithar does. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll just we'll go with the the first option. So he like squeezes between them, and he's gonna swing at the half orc. Nice. Do it. Cool. Okay. What's his stuff? On deck. Talithar, then Hilda. Well, actually, Talithar, then some stuff. Uh. Okay. Oh, that's not gonna hit. <laughs> that's a oh. ten. Yeah, ten does not hit as this half orc pivots and gets a uh, their guard up, sidestepping your swing. Uh, all right, you're level five, so do you get another attack? 
Uh, yes, I do. All right. Take your second swing. 15 plus 7 is 22. Uh, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. 36. So 7 plus 4 is 11. Nice. Another 11 on Garrick takes a slash, but doesn't seem to be slowing down yet. Nice job. Coming up next. Anything else as a bonus? Or are you good? I'm good. All right, Talithar. You see what's going on. Okay. The Minotaur is bleeding out from the throat, and the half-orc is just grinning. Talithar is pissed. And... He... Oh, you have him right here. Okay, great. He is going to cast Fear in a Cone. Fear in a Cone. Fear in a Cone. <laughs> nice. Uh, That's the it's, 30 second it's, it's basically going to get everyone to the left of him. Ooh. Not... not uh, so the, the half-or, the two fighters, and everyone else. Just not anyone... So, not anyone south of him. Alright, fair enough. You will have to take a step slightly to your, like, in base to base if you want to get, um, if you want to get the halfling and the, uh, and the, uh... It's a 30 30 foot cone. Oh, it's 30 feet. I thought it was 15. Yeah, that's going to get them all. All Alright, Shu and Jalen, please roll. It's a wisdom save, if I remember correctly. It's It's a wisdom save, difficulty 16. All that's, of them. That's difficult. Oh. Okay. Well, not 20. I Yay. think I'm okay with being scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of the paladin, too. You should be. You should be. Wisdom? Oh my god. Yeah. I rolled so well. Don't think that rangers are proficient. That would be plus 3, so 14. You are a feared. Yeah, that seems about right. Hmm. Oh. Do I get a free movement as a reaction? (laughs) Halflings made it. Uh, Garrick uh, is not proficient. What's the DC again? 16. (laughs) So the the halfling and the tabaxi. So the tabaxi rolled an 18. Uh, The halfling rolled a 17. Um, The druid, who you haven't seen yet, rolled a 15 but it has bonuses so also passed but the half orc did not with only a 14 so the half orc is afraid of you you see the eyes kind of widen in fear as it kind of shudders a little bit which is going to be my afeard one this is my afeard and Talithar is now going to move post up right there Nice. And so the half orc has to take his because it's fear. He has to take his action to dash, but he can't move. All right. Yeah. Because he's within my aura of conquest. Oh, so he's just pissing himself. Quite literally, you can all smell it. All right. Um, sorry, which one of the players NPCs, Jalen or Shu, is afraid? Shu's afraid. Shu's afraid. afraid. I don't blame Shu. That's a scary paladin. All right. Uh, run! Run! <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, 
Uh, some stuff happens. So, first of all, the uh, afraid half-orc has to spend its turn, but it can't move, right? Correct. So, so he's it's not sure where to go, and the only people in range are Jalen and Shu. Actually, could reach Talithar there. Um, so he's gonna. He's afraid he can't of. Attack. No, he he, can't he's using his action. To, he's using his action to dash, and if he can get out of line of sight, then he can roll to. Because it's fear, uh, third level. Oh, I know. Okay, and he yeah, and he's not able to actually move. So he can't use his action. So he's just stuck. He's incapacitated. Yeah, pretty well. I mean, he's not incapacitated, but. Check it out. Fear. You project yeah. a phantasmal image of a worse I... fears. While frightened by the spell, creature must take the dash action and move away from you by the safest available route on each of its turns. Unless there is nowhere to move. Unless there's nowhere to move. But there is where to move, but his speed is zero. Okay. So, I mean, it's up to you how you want to roll. Yeah, to... no, I, I, I think that's, yeah, that's interesting. All right. I think that's a paladin like, thing. You must flee until you're backed into a wall, and then you can fight. Right? That's how most of these things are mechanically worded, and it's it's not. So, completely up to you, uh, Todd. Give me how right. you want to rule it. But no, that that sounds. While frightened, the creature must take the dash action. So he would try to move, and and so here's what happens: the half orc knows not to run into that room, uh, as the halfling mutters like, "Don't go in there." I'm bringing the poison. And the half-orc's like, I can't run in there. And then he turns and looks at Talithar and is like, and just just wets himself on the spot and just freezes. Um, All right, he's locked down. All right. Nice job. Coming up next. uh, Now it's Hilda. All right. Uh, I believe Hilda is definitely going to make a move towards the doors as well to just get into that space because I'm pretty sure she can hear some commotion going on there too. Even though, yeah. Oh, wow. That's magical. <laughs> yeah. So you go running out into the hall. You see the the minotaurs like beginning to fall over. It's like on his knees, just beginning to slouch, oh. uh, bleeding profusely from the slash across his throat. You see this half-orc, like, <laughs> poised with a b- giant battle axe, and you see the others um, kind of posted up there and doing their various spelling. What do you want to do? you still got another ten feet uh, of mo- movement. All right. Uh, that That's the half-orc. Correct. That is the half the, work, yeah. the one with the red top. Oh, yep. Okay. Are you actually it's is so the still alive? Could you are you able to heal him or is he just dead? Maybe. Uh, like, what do you want to do? Is he on the saving throw? Uh oof. It's just slightly out of my range. So it looks like from where I you are, am. you can go after the half orc, or you could try to take a look at this minotaur and figure out if that would help it at all. Yeah, the why not? Let me let me use let me try to um, use my um, medical skills nice. <laughs> gained from U of T. You flash back to funny. your class about triaging a patient. You okay? Um, the Minotaur 
is still alive, but dying quickly. It's in Oof. death saves. Okay. Uh, Ooh, and just mm -hmm. failed one. Oh, no. So, oh, no. what do you want uh, to do? Looking at... Would uh, Revivify help that? Uh, actually, healing... Where did your person go? Oh, there no, you got lay on hands. Oh. You could just touch him and heal him. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I, I, yeah. I was at exactly zero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm grabbing the wrong uh, person. I'm sorry. So Hilda's got to be <laughs> over here, and Talithar's got to be over here. So, uh, you do you want to lay on hands? I will do a lay on hands. All right. How many hit points and do you want to give the Minotaur? I got like Graham's page. That it's early smaller. in the game. I'm just saying. Uh, lay on hands. I'll give him a 10 hit point. 10 hit point. <laughs> <gasps> the, the wounds around the throat begin to partially close, stemming the, uh, the flow, the free flow of blood, and the Minotaur kind of puts a big meaty hand on the ground and kind of <gasps> takes this raspy <gasps> breath in, but is still alive. All right. That's your turn. Unless you have any bonuses. Uh, oh, the Minotaur's over here. Sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. Can I do another spell to just like bring him Closer? Um, only if it's a bonus action. Unfortunately, your action was was to. And a can. Doesn't it also have to be a cantrip? Oh yeah, it does point? have to be a cantrip. Yeah. Oh no, okay. because uh, no, she didn't use a spell. Not a spell. Yeah, she didn't use spell yeah. spot. So you she can do a spell. Right. Okay. But it, only a bonus action spell. Okay. So I don't know if you have that. Um. Let's see. What is this? Yeah, nothing nothing necessarily that I can do, but can I like hit the orc? <laughs> uh for a bonus action unfortunately not. So I think you might be yeah, out for okay. now. We'll come back. Alright, coming up next, the uh coming up next, Harnisa the Tabaxi, who you recognize from your giant battle. Um, looks at the end of the room there and is just like, ah, now she was a rogue, but as she makes a motion, she flings a hand towards you and this little tiny speck of red blossoms and shoots across and impacts the back wall. Um, sorry, Elias isn't actually there. Elias nope. is back in the room a little bit, which is good news for Elias. As this impacts just behind where Hilda is, and um, she yells, sorry, as the fireball goes off. And uh, it, it does a blast of flame out 20 feet from the back wall here. So I need Izzled, the Minotaur, and Hilda, and Jalen, and Shu to all roll deck saves. Okay, I wasn't paying attention because I didn't think you were affecting me. How am I getting hit? Explain this to me, please. Fireball streaks from the tabaxi and hits this back wall 
and erupts in flame 20 feet out from there. So that's oh. going to hit the Minotaur, Isold, Hilda, the Orc, that or the Half-Orc rather, Jalen, and Shu. It's also going to hit themselves? Torig and Rook. <sighs> So, Are they gonna hit themselves? Anybody hit themselves is, uh, it's twenty <laughs> feet. Oh, the map's yeah, a like, little bit weird. Yeah, the map's a little odd. Okay. Also, fireballs. Uh, uh, anybody means it would actually go further, so they would definitely hit themselves. They wouldn't be using this in the situation unless they want to roast themselves. Oh, do they want to do that so, or not? I mean, she's. Hold on one sec. Let me see if I can fix they the roast map. themselves. I'm okay with that. No, no. So here's here's how it goes. So it hits the very back wall, mm-hmm. and then goes twenty feet, and so yeah. it would stop just shy of. And of then the excess that. flame that has nowhere to go continues out. That's how well, the fireball works. Correct. It's, it's twenty feet from the spot of. Yeah, it's it, it's twenty feet. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it would hit Shu. It would hit uh, Jalen. It'll hit the half orc. It'll hit Hilda and the Minotaur and Asterion. It'll also hit Torig and Rook, I believe, from where it is. Do people get a bonus to their save because yes, I'm because of the paladinness? So you yes. get yeah. You actually get Shu gets plus eight. Yeah, is it ten oh. feet? So Jalen gets plus eight. Yeah, and the Minotaur gets plus what? four, and Izzel gets plus four. So go ahead and call it out. Call it out. Nineteen Let me know if you for got me. It. Uh, 19 is a success. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Shu's not Shoe's not afraid. Sorry, Shu, you're not afraid. Sweet! Uh, I was like, Aura oh, of Courage! Cool. Nice. <laughs> Aura of oh, Courage, I forgot. 10th level, yay! 10th oh, level! Yeah. Because you're standing next to me. I was like, yeah, you're standing yeah. next to me, which means I'm going to have my movement speed reduced to zero, and that's not good. No, because you you're can't be fighting me. You're like, I'm scary, but it's okay. It's me. <laughs> I knew I was real. I knew I had okay. this planned out. Yes, you're not afraid. Good. Sorry. Yes. Great. Excellent. Okay. I was like, I'm, no, I no. just have to stand here because you're next to me. You could have stood further back, but you didn't because it gave me a bonus. No, no, no I'm, more, I'm more of a munchkin than that, my friend. 8d6. Alright, so, uh, okay. by the way, Izzled, you passed your save. The DC is kind of low at, at only a 14. God you said damn. I got a bonus for some reason? You get a plus 8 shoot because of all the paladins hugging you. Ah, okay. I'm gotcha. so that sorry for Jalen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Off by one. <laughs> so, it's two in that. Okay, so I'll put me in 18. Great. Uh, Rook a pass. has a Rook has a twenty-eight. Oh yeah, definitely passed. And Hilda, and he then he takes then he takes 19. zero because he's yeah. he's evasion. He's yeah evades. Uh, can you go ahead and roll for Torig as well, Gordon? Sure. Just so you know, with the Rook, you actually see him flicker, and he just phases, and the flames just pass through him. So he's not actually even dodging. Nice. Oh, and. Uh... Ooh, only rolled an 8, so Garrick takes full damage. Alright, so 25 is full damage. And Garrick did... let's Six. call that 13 for half. So everyone who passed your save, mark down 13 hit points from the burst of flame. Oh. Except for so Rook. The oh, yeah, 
Oh, the Minotaur <laughs> is just like makes eye contact with Hilda. And he's like, "Thank you. <laughs> I owe you a life debt." <laughs> and then bursts into flames and falls as crispy corpse, or at least dying again. He's not, yeah, he's not <laughs> dead. He's just dying again. We just gotta keep going. Just gotta keep yeah. going. All right. He's what, negative 25? 14 is the DC. And that means you take 13 points of damage if you passed. 13? Okay. I wasn't sure if it was 13 or 18. All right. Coming up next. Now it is Bear. Hey, Bear. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? That's Steve. Right. Well going to do what he was built for and go into a rage because that nice. seems sensible um, and reckless attack uh, probably the well who's in reach of him see how far can he get that's an excellent More question. question is is anyone out of reach of him 20. I think that's the real question. So he'll be able to get it right up post right next to the orc. What's his movement? Um, he... Probably 30, right? Yeah, but I think he gets a bonus to that for some stupid reason. Oh, because he's a barbarian. So yeah, he could yeah. he could run right past the, the he, orc and his, go after the halfling, or he can go after the orc. Yeah. His base is 40, actually. Yeah. Um, so you could get next to the halfling if you want, or you could get next to the orc. Uh, whoever seems like the tougher one. The orc <laughs> seems bigger yeah. anyway. So go at the orc, rage, reckless attack. Nice, make um, your rolls. Plus he has, he can attack twice and gets a bonus. And has that character acted this turn yet? Um, technically or, he tried to flee, so it has been his turn, yeah. But he couldn't, because um, right. he's pinned down by the love of a paladin. My only question, though, is like... He, oh, so he's taken a turn yet. Okay, that's fine, because otherwise I would get a surprise attack as well, but... Alright, so... Attack number one is... Oh my, I don't know his character sheet yet. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so that's 24 for. 24 hits. Uh, yeah. For 13 damage. Ooh, nice. No, sorry. 15 damage. Nice. Um, and then he'll use the bonus oh. attack for the back end of his halberd because that's a special thing for yeah, the back another, end of my halberd yeah for another six damage um so what's that uh, 15 yeah six well, you... and then and then he'll attack again because i can yep Do Why A 19 plus 7, so... That's a hit. 
Oh, plus eight, whatever, 27. And then his AC is on. pretty high right now because he spent the reaction to boost it. But other than Good that, damage on that one. So plus five, 14, 16 damage on that. And then the back end of the staff is three plus four, so seven on that. All right. And I think technically that's it. Let me just double check. All right. That's your that is your bear as he's just Alright, coming up next, the halfling looks at the bear and is like, yes. Um and let, oh, hold on, hold on, I should have planned this a little better. Um, the halfling looks at all of the things coming in and waves a hand and uh, let's go with uh, yeah, we'll keep it simple and go um, the halfling presses past ooh, he can't actually get there. Oh no, he's a halfling, he can move through enemy spaces. So he's gonna run up just kind of behind Jalen there, and then uh, around Crank. Uh, opportunity attack. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jalen gets an yes, opportunity so- attack. Oh no, Talitha too. The bear gets opportunity attack anytime anybody enters his sphere of reach. Oh, oh. nice! You got that you know, anytime. Yeah. So and I'm it's with say, advantage because he's right. raging. So the halfling seems to think he's small enough to evade the worst of this and makes a terrible decision and goes running ahead to try and um, try and touch the bear and in the process gets three no, four opportunity attacks so go ahead Talithar, Shu, Jalen and Crank, make your swing that was a silly move on my part but I said it, so I'm sticking with it I don't think she's in a position to opportunity attack right now. I think if I Fair. am honest with the fiction. Sure. I Jalen uh, got a 23. That hits. Go ahead and make your I got a 16. Actually, 17. I, uh, I missed her. Hold on. That's going to be close. Hold on. Let me see. Let me check. Uh, 16 or 17? Seven, 17. 17. 17 does hit. Just. Just. All right, so the the halfling um, goes running around, takes a bunch of swings. Uh, so go ahead and tell me the damage. Can you, if you have savage attacker, can you reroll on your opportunity attacks, or is it just melee? Att- like, Probably. I think you can reroll yeah. damage whenever you need to. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Talithar um, does ten damage. All right. And Jalen does twelve. But he also has Sentinels, so that cuts the oh, speed. Oh, his speed is zero. He doesn't move. He doesn't move. So he he Fortunately. moves a little bit. And uh, okay, so here's what happens. Um, he Good ends job, up. Jalen. I want to crank to annihilate him though. In order to make this happen you're going to have to scoot a little to your left. And I would give it to you for free, because otherwise, mechanically, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so, Jalen, you're going to scoop up the halfling and, like, throw him back a space uh, as part of your attack. Is that fair? Yep. All right, so and he doesn't I... actually get to touch Crank. 
Um, and I guess he has to roll concentration, right, for cloud kill? Uh, yeah, that is true. Thank you. And you have to roll concentration checks for every hit. Yeah. Okay, so only, he only takes attacks from Jalen and Talithar. He didn't get as far as Crank, though. So I'm sorry, Crank. That one does not go off. However, he um, instead he hisses. Uh, Crank, are you using the like bugbear rules, or are you just using like general rules and theming them as a bugbear? Because I believe bugbears get additional reach. Yeah, he has. And he's got he a halberd too. He has additional reach as a bugbear and with the halberd. So right, so they only have to be within fifteen feet of you to actually. All right, yeah, so you do get a swing. Go for it, so Greg. That... So yeah, I rolled a twenty-seven for eleven damage. All right, eleven damage. Okay, that was a terrible miscalculation on Turk's part. Instead, he reaches out and touches Jalen instead, or attempts to. So that's going to be, uh, let me just see. Uh, that's going to be an 18 to hit Jalen? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, what, what so kind of, he casts kind of the spell on Jalen instead. And uh, so Vampiric Touch hits Jalen at an increased level. So you are going to take... Um, you're going to take a bunch of damage. So 10, 13, 20 points of damage. Uh, necrotic damage, if that matters. Um, and he's going to cool. regain half of that. As he siphons oh. the life out of Jalen. <laughs> Fine, then. And uh, that's his turn. All right. That he passed all his con Did he pass all his con checks? Uh, he passed the first one. Pass the second one with it a net 20. And the third one with a 16. So he's rolling high on all the cons. Dropping the cloud kill anyway. I'm sorry? Vampiric touch buffs yourself, so he can keep making vampiric touch attacks, but it's concentration. It's not a, oh, it's it? not a one and done spell. So oh, it does not it was a one and done. Cloud kill's gone. I oh, know. I didn't know that. I didn't realize well, that either. I thought it was a, hmm. a single shot. That's it's a cool okay. one. It's a nice one, yeah, because you can just, like, set it, and then you don't have to, like, spend spell slots. Not that it's relevant for NPCs. They can just burn all their slots in one in one fight. They don't have to They don't yeah. have to ration those things. All right, well, but I badly players, miscalculated yeah, with Turg. You guys are lucky. All right, coming up next, um, Rook. What do you want to do, Rook, Ooh. as you phase right. back into um, existence? On Rook deck, phase back in empty. I don't think Rook is in line of sight of everyone. Like, he's kind of hidden behind people. So he's going to bonus action stealth. Yeah. And then move into a position to um, to use his short bow. So I'm going to roll stealth first. Um, the whole tower is shifting and shaking slightly. Just tremors from the tree in the basement. Uh, so he has a not a great roll, but twenty stealth, dirty twenty stealth. All right, midst of combat, that might do. Midst of combat, he's he's kind of slinking, slinking by everyone. Yep. And then he's gonna post up near Hilda, and he notices like the enemies. He recognizes them. Yes. And um, but he doesn't reveal himself. And he just kind of quietly, as he sidles up next to Hilda, he just goes like this to them. And his eyes kind of almost become...
actually kind of like death-like. And he's going to activate Sharpshooter. And nice. he is going to go... He's, he especially sees Turg. He doesn't... And I think Turg might just have one eye left, and he's going to go for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that is canon. All right, go ahead and make your, uh, make your attack. If you do enough damage, I'll make him do a save to see if he loses his eye. Okay. But it's got to be a lot uh, of damage. Okay. Well, he's going to... He. I assume that he's rolling with advantage. Yep. Uh, since he's stealth? Good. Yep. Okay. Nobody had a passive cool. higher than that. Uh, 21. 21 hits. Okay. Uh, since it's a sneak attack, he is going to take... And it's a sharpshooter. That that silence is the calculating of damage. He's he's going to take thirty damage. Ooh, plus sharpshooter though, isn't? Or that's included. That's included sharpshooter. Ooh, that is a lot of damage. He's lucky he healed himself last turn. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. But if points. he has vampiric touch concentration, he's going to he take. Yeah. He has to do yeah. a con check. I think fifteen. Does he fifteen or something? Yeah. Ooh, rolled a seventeen. Yeah, Turg okay. is all about the concentration. Uh, the arrow actually, just where... slashes across Sorry. his brow. Sorry. Sorry. Where is he located from Isolde? Is he within 30 feet of me? Yes. I think so. Or Turg. Turg. Turg is within 30 feet. He's about 15 feet from you. Fantastic. I'm going to actually use my reaction then. Um, all right. To... Uh, to um, Blood Curse. Use one of my Blood Curse of the Eyeless. Oh. I will post it. And how does that uh, work so he has, So he has to roll with disadvantage. Oops. All right. Whoops. Roll the okay. seven. I don't know why it... And only has a plus two. And I don't believe he's Warcaster. Let me double check. No. Oh, he is Warcaster. Wait. So it's gonna. It was a flat roll, but I did make a re-roll. So Wait, is it the maybe... DC fifteen? Yeah, DC's fifteen. So he still he did fail. Oh. So... Sorry, it's not. Hmm. Oh, Sorry, it's no. for his DC. Sorry, that's for his uh. attack. My apologies. I had something else where I could oh, okay. give him a disadvantage on his con save. Okay. And I can't seem to... I believe you. Uh, it's fun. So Turg is having a really bad day. Muddled and... mind, but it's nice. a bonus action. So I can't do it. Sorry, guys. Okay, Okay. so he's still so he got... Still has... bad. Yeah, he's still got totally concentration cool. going there. Um, um, Brooke is now going to... Um, so he sees his friends yeah, and they kind of almost like float over and he's going to use whales of the grave and they're actually going to attack one of uh, the tabaxi. All right. And, and so she, and so what other people, they just see kind of the, almost these spectral kind of dark forms flit about and she takes straight damage. 3d6. Nice. Go ahead. Necrotic. and Oh, just straight up? 
No straight shit, up. No, no, no nothing. Take 16. Nice. To the face. So these things start to assail her, and she's... And as she's flailing around, she knocks her hood back, which has been covering most of her head. And you can now see amongst her, um, you know, wonderful, uh, sleek fur. She's a, a beautiful tabaxi woman. However, as the hood falls back, you now see the now familiar red ruby-like gemstone encrusted and embedded in her forehead. Uh, at seeing this, uh, Rook will yell over to Eli and the others, Dis- Dispel her if, if you can. All right. Coming up next, we have Empty Wisdom on deck is Balin. Somebody wisdom is nowhere near any of this. Not yet. <laughs> we no. cut away from this cacophony. The tree um, is standing and... there, and you hear this beautiful voice in your head in druidic, um, uh, calling out to you as, as, It has been a long time. It is good to move again. We're, we're, I'm going to have to... Go get everyone. They they should come down. Or actually, can you can you go up? I, and like Empty's looking up. Like I don't actually know. I think I'll show up. She say that. Like I'm not really sure the geography of the tower. Can you reach up to where we were? It is very. Far. I, I don't know. Um, you guys came down okay, like okay. seven I'll, stories I'll, I'll or six one. stories. It's a big tree. I don't know. It is, but not that big. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay, it, it's probably uh, about four, four stories tall. Well, Gex is getting everyone. I, I can stay here with you if you'd like. Come, show me where I can help. And a large limb of the tree reaches out to form a platform for you to ride on. Great. I don't know how I'm going to use this. If we're going through a tunnel in a in a tower, is that what's happening? <laughs> well, you're up in a tree anyway, and the tree is now animated, so we'll see. You do see right. this massive window behind the tree, a, a beautiful mm-hmm. stained glass surround, and almost crystal kind of shards with some clear panels in amongst this beautiful glass window behind the tree, letting the light in. But right now you see mm-hmm. the raging storm. You see the battles. You see... Uh, various townsfolks and even the guards of the city running around trying to fight off these cacophony of monsters. You see a chimera come and tackle this wagon that's going down. The wagon flips over. The guy and the wagon tries to get away and one of its heads snaps out and scoops him up and just starts chewing. Um, you can see these reaper-like creatures just kind of phasing through the buildings and then come flying back out a few seconds later. The t- whole town is under a massive attack. Oh, it's not what I wanted to ask you for help with, but maybe we should help them? Uh, Gex will be a minute. We, we, we could help them. It's good that you called. Let's help and the tree turns and smashes through the window and this the crystal and all the the stained glass shatters as this tree rips out the bottom of the wall as well and just steps out into the street 
just kind of cradling you so you don't take any damage as it pushes its way out of this building. It has to duck slightly and comes up to its full height outside, its massive roots just clawing into the cobblestones and tearing them up as it goes. Um, this can only right. end well. This can only be a good thing. So the tree and empty are outside uh, in the street fighting a cacophony of monsters. Okay, there you go. Um, you have Great. commanded it to help the city. Good call. All right, uh, coming up next, Balin. Yeah, so I'm still, I'm not totally sure what I want to do. I was thinking of trying to transmute rock to mud and dropping everybody through the floor, but uh, there's a number of uh, my allies out there right now, so I'm not sure if that's the greatest move. Um, Although I'm not sure how much control I have over that rock to mud, if it's just a general area or if I can kind of like make a pattern with it. Um, I'd make you do an arcana check, but I think you could shape it a little bit. Because yeah, that's okay. cool, goddammit. Alright, uh, arcana. <laughs> not very good, unfortunately. Uh, that's a, a nine. Okay, so you can choose where to center it effectively but it's just going to be the whole radius to mud so what do you where do you want to put it let me just double check that i vote well i'm gonna let you decide problem is it's like a 40 foot cube that's gonna hit like everybody yep uh, god damn are you doing it we're all going no, no do it. If I can't figure We're out a way to like, not kill the entire party, I'm not going to do it. I mean, I don't think it'll kill everybody. It's 48, but still. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm down to clown if you are. You can just pick the center spot of your 40 foot cube, and I'll draw it in, man. No, no, I'm not going to be that uh, that mean. Half the tower just sloughs off. <laughs> now that's an exit. I'm just saying. That is an exit. I think what I'm gonna do... Um... So, I'm just trying to... All the ones with blue circles around them, for the most part, are allies, right? Uh, yeah. The orc is not. Oh, right. I'm just the trying to figure out who the yeah. nearest bad guy to me is, because I, I have, uh, I used an absorb elements when I got hit by that, uh, cloud of acid, so I figure I can just get one good melee attack in yeah. with that, that bonus damage from that. Yeah, you could run up, uh, just past the minotaur there, and post up next to the orc if you want to. He's, he's actually the one who kind of killed the minotaur, right? It so, is. Yeah. I like that, yeah. A little bit of a revenge shot. Okay. All right. Balin, readies your axe and charge I up. I can't move my guy past the barrier oh, for right. some reason. I'll there drag it. Go. Oh, wrong yeah, button. Cool thing. Right. Okay. And then, yeah, an attack with my hammer. All right. So you run up past and uh, go ahead and attack with your hammer. You got the extra acid That's just dribbling off of 21. The That's... Uh, because of the flank, I'm going to get you advantage. Nice. That would not hit because of his earlier action. Well, 22 then. 22 does hit. <laughs> okay. 
And then, wow, that's max damage 13. And then I think it's 1d6 acid for do it, do it, do it, do it. Considering the and then three sheer... points of acid damage. How many? Two? Three. Oh, three. Nice. Considering the sheer amount cool. of damage that this orc has taken from you, you're surprised he's still standing. And he's actually looking a little bit harried now, but he is tough, and you can see the foam and blood dribbling around his mouth as his eyes are totally bloodshot. He is raging, so he's not taking full damage on some of these. Spell effects and uh, such he is, though. All right, nicely done. Coming up next, we've got Graham and Eli. Um, We also have uh, Bella's other character. Oh, Frizzle. What was Frizzle's uh, initiative? 15. 15. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize Frizzle was up there. Okay, sorry. Frizz. The Frizz with a 15. Okay. Um, But let's do Graham. uh, Well, let's do Frizzle right now. Okay. Um, she's going to, uh, I can't see her now, all of a sudden. She's blocked out, but she's somewhere here. There you go. There she is. (laughs) I didn't have vision turned on for all of these. Okay. She's gonna run. Why can't, come on, let me move her. What the fuck? There you go. Oh, it's not gonna let you go out the door. Unless I drag no. you through the door. There you go. <laughs> All right, the frizz um, finally gets out the door. Yeah. Is this is Turk? Uh, that is no Jalen. Or this is Turk. Jalen. This is Turk. This is Turk. This is Turk. Turk yeah, yeah, is this one right here with the little green dot. All right. Um, she's gonna come right here to Turk and uh. Two, two questions. They're the same question, two different characters. Um, is Turg wearing any armor, and is um, uh, the half orc wearing any armor? I believe either of them Turg wearing is any armor. wearing armor. Let me just double check what kind. Yeah, Turg is wearing uh, a scale mill. Beautiful. That is metal. It is. It's all metal. That is. Metal! It is. So, um... She is going to... Turg's bad day is what this is about to be. It's about to be a very bad day. She is going to do a Burning Hands. uh, Dex 14. Alright. I will rollinate that. That is a 12 plus nothing. So that's a fail. So I believe that's 13 uh, fire damage. Ooh, nice. Oh, Turg is is heated. Oh, actually, the druid behind also needs to save. Yes, right, because Burning Hands goes through. And actually, if you aim that just right, you'll be able to get uh, Harnisa, too. Oh, so the druid does are save. Are you kidding me? Yeah, um, I'm going to aim it. And 
Okay, so 13, 13, and uh, Arnisa probably will save. Yeah, she saves, so she gets half of that, so it's seven. Okay. All right, so the flames burst out in front of Shu, uh, past Shu and Frizzle. All right, and singe your enemies. Nice job. Okay, coming up next. Yeah. Now it's Graham, Graham and then Eli. Woo! All right, so Graham, I, well, I guess joins the joins the party. That's just down the hall. Goes right running now. out. <laughs> so that's now. Unfortunately, um, Graham was right at the back, or very close to the yeah. back. So it's going to be really hard for Graham to find a spot to stand in here. If you want to slip past Balin, you can get in behind the orc up here. Uh, oh, hold on. Wait, it's half orc on half orc. It's half orc on half orc, actually. We just um, need to stop the hate. <laughs> um, and uh, he is going to do a great sword attack. Nice. Upon the half orc. As Ooh, Graham is swinging, 26. you can. Oh, that's a hit. Um, as you're swinging, Graham, uh, Garrick turns towards Harnisa is like, these, these wimps are tougher than I remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Uh, there are much, more of us this time. <laughs> how much damage? How much damage? Let's take a look. 11 damage. Nice. And that's half because rage. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. That's fine. All right. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Do you get a second swing? I think you probably do at fifth level. Yeah, yeah, I can take another attack. Let's go. Let's go. Another great sword swing. Oh, 19, though. That's a miss, as the half-orc is just a whirling, sidestepping, just monstrosity this you know garrick all right Don't thank have. you yeah eli what are you doing cool uh quick question if would eli be able to cast counter spell or use his portent if he was in the ethereal realm i'm gonna say no unfortunately okay. not you have to be on the plane where your spell is going to take effect cool all right, so Eli is just gonna f go in there. He has his boots of levitation, so he can hopefully maneuver a bit easier. Um, sure. and you get in the door. You're kind of next to Izzel there. And the, the Minotaur is down again. And he's just gonna. He heard what Talithar said, uh, but he. They feel like he can't do that right now. So he's uh, going to... Technically, it's within range. Dispel magic, it's only... It ranges third. Oh, he's more concerned about living than getting this spell off for Talithar. Fair. So he's going to try and uh, whittle things down a bit. So he's going to... Yeah, uh, that's going to be a firebolt at uh, the half-orc. Nice. All right, go ahead and make your attack. The nimble... Well-armored half-orc, mind you. That's a 26. 26 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. 
And at your level, that's a lot of damage. And because it's fire, it is not reduced. 17. Ooh, that's a lot of damage. Hold on. Ooh, the half-orc is looking pretty rough. As the flames just... Blast him in the back. All right. Anything else, Eli? You're just standing uh, ready to rock. Just, just want to make sure he's like floating, like five feet in the air, just so like no one could hit him if they come up to him. Well, I mean, they can, they can swing at you at five feet, but the room Our, actually yeah. goes up to twenty. So if you want to use your movement to go up like fifteen feet, then they, they'd have a hard time hitting you. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. All right. I don't know which one of these things that's going to be, but I'm going to click that one just to remind me that you're floating up in the air. All right. Top of the order. I know that took a while. Let's go down the list. Oh, wait. One more thing does happen. Uh, so the druid is going to cast... Um, I'm going to say... The druid, which is in doll, looks like a dog here, uh, but actually kind of kind of morphs back into this scruffy, terrible-looking human. Um, looks at Talithar. Talithar, I'm going to need you to do a wisdom save, I believe. Okay. How'd you do? 19. 19 is a pass. Not by a lot, but it is a pass. Um, so there's a moment when you see this dog, you're like, aww. And then you're like, no, bad dog. Uh, so you shrug off the spell effect. Do I know, was it trying to fear me? or It was trying to make you love it. Aww. Perhaps Hi. at the expense of your friends. Would that Trying to charm be... You. Would, would I not have advantage on that then? You totally would, but I you passed won't. anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, then uh, the dogie is going to do... Um, uh, yeah, just a... Oh, wait, no, that's not a... Oh, okay. That's it. That's it for dogie. Uh, all right. Now we're top of the order. Isold, Gex is on deck. Actually, I also wanted to just... A little bit of housekeeping... Um, did Turg and if any the other two that took damage from my burning hands, um, oh, right. if they had any concentration spells, they need to make saves. Uh, Turg did manage to get the save with a fifteen. Okay, I didn't see it. So no, I wasn't no, I just sure. did it now. Okay. It's all good. So still concentrating okay. on that vampiric spell. All right. Okay. Good call. Though. Good call. And Harnisa um, is not maintaining a spell at the moment. She did fireball. So, Isold, what do you want to do? As a bonus, uh, as a bonus action, mm-hmm. I am going to actually now cast my muddled mind nice. onto Turg. Nice. Um, I'm going to amplify it. Oof. 
So he now has disadvantage on all con save throws uh, made to maintain concentration until the end of my next turn. Nice. Now he normally is a warcaster, so it'll just be a straight roll. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. I took his advantage away. Absolutely. All right. So Um, now what? You still have your action. I have to first take some damage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oof. Blood yes. Addict. Awesome. Max damage. I did max damage on myself. That's just fucking awesome. Um, it's better than it used to be. And then, um, so then I will turn my sights again to my, to the half-orc who's hexed. Yep. And I'm going to um He's about ten feet away from you as you're kind of perched up in the doorway there. Mm-hmm. The big guys surrounding I'm, him. I'm going to um Yeah. I'm going to attack him. Sure. Knowing I'm not doing as much damage, but that's okay. Um, Ooh, that's nice. a 22 for 22 hits. Just. Okay, for 15. Nice. Does take half, but still. Yep. That's pretty good. And then with that one, I'm going to attach, I believe, the brand of castigation onto him. All right. Go for it. And um, if he then hits anybody... I'm actually going to get up closer to uh, Balin, who's right next to him. Yeah. I'm within five feet of Balin. These squares are really effed up. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if he... um, Deals damage to me or Balin. He will take five psychic damage. Nice. From that. And I will then... And I always know where he is. Not that that matters with him. But I will hit him again. All right. Go for it. Ooh. 22 again. Uh, That's a shitty... Uh, for seven. All right. Reduced to three. Yep. But Ooh. whatever. He's hurting. He's bleeding from all the slashes and burns, and he's looks back at her and he's, he's like, we got fear still in his eye. And he's like, we gotta pull back. All right. Um, that's your turn. Thank you, Gex. You're hauling butt. You're on the way up. You're about, you're over halfway. You had, you were 
on the fifth and you're going to the tenth, uh, actually, do me a favor. Roll a d8, Steve. I can't hear you if you're talking. There you are. Microphone. I have rolled a two. A two. All right. So you're like, I got to make five fours. You're running up. Did the athletics check. You're going good. You you suddenly screech to a halt as you're beginning to go up to the third flight uh, that you've gone up, which bring you to level eight. You got two more to go and you realize, wait, I hear the sound coming from down there on this just on the what would be the seventh floor and you're like because you rolled for mage tower madness uh and so it's now only seven floors so now you go back down and run out and you are where you are on the map right now boom you pop out you can see um uh, you can if you have anything that can do like you're about 30 feet away as you pop up on the stairs still looking like a servant uh you're sorry. You're 35 feet away from. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll, I said it. I'll I'll stick with it. You're 30 feet away from the druid at the back of the pack. Everyone else is beyond that. 35 and so on. Anything you can do, uh, you can choose to do, or you can bonus action dash or whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think I'll dash in there and do an attacky. Nice attack. All right, so you can, who do you want to attack? Uh, let me zoom in and look at... I think your move is more than 30, isn't it? Or is it just base 30? Uh, no, his is 30. Okay, so you can get up next to the druid, the doggie, who's like half human, half dog kind of looking. So, the then Lord. I'll do the old... Mm-hmm. Uh, and do I have... Who is, if I have allies within range of me? Um, I'm going to say, go ahead and do a stealth check at disadvantage because you're like sprinting. Oh, good stuff's here. Uh, these people just attacked us. Then, <laughs> uh, so... 23. 23 will be fine. Uh, in all the mayhem, the druid does not notice you approach, even though Shu notices you and goes, good, an acolyte's here. <laughs> uh, all right, so you get advantage because you're stealthy-ish. Um, so yeah, he's going to do inflict wounds on it, which is 15 plus, so 21. Uh, 21 that. hits. Four, eight, uh, eight plus six, um, twenty-two. I love that Gex, the old man Goliath's main attack now is just a stern, hard finger in the back of the neck. You, you forego all weapons. That's a house rule. We allow inflict wounds for for um, sneak attack because. You can just poke you where it hurts. Yeah, so it's 38 necrotic damage altogether. Oh. Oh. That's a lot of damage. It, damn. The 
Still up, but just realized how badly hurt he was. Uh, nicely done. Yeah. Okay, coming up next, we got Shu followed by Jalen. Uh, so, considering how combat rounds work, right, this is just sort of a continuation of, of shoes running. Uh, they would never have, like, actually stopped. That would be ridiculous. Right. Um, and they're just like, whoop, hip, whoop, 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 pardon me, and just, they're just going. Um, All right. They don't really seem to really have reason not to do that. Um, although, it's... Uh, tell me how much uh, leeway you're going to give me with the idea of... Mechanically speaking, disengage would be a smart thing to do. Do I think they're going to attack me yes. as I go by? I mean, right? so the I will disengage. Minotaur that you knew them. for the last five years just got executed by them, so they are definitely hostile. Well, I know they're hostile, but they seem to be a bit preoccupied with people who are actually attacking them. Who is not me? Um, but well, like, it's I mean, you're welcome like, to I not. Somebody goes to, like, turn to attack me. If they do, I'm, like, dodging out of the way. But it's not a dodge action. It's just, like, a it's a it's a reactive disengage, if that makes sense. So I'm going to say you're going to have to use your... You realize that's going to happen. And you yeah. use your yeah, exactly. action that's to disengage. And then you can do yeah. your move uh, as, uh, as just regular. Yep. So they just sort of, like, flip through and wibble their way across um, and they probably skid to a halt at this point now that they've got some distance and they turn to look and they're like I have no idea what's going on here <laughs> probably um, I guess uh, technically speaking you get a free item interaction they will start to sling their bow into a properly equipped position nice. um, but in a very like I am grabbing this to defend myself carry on with what you're doing I don't want to fight if I don't need one kind of absolutely alright so you ready the bow coming up next Jalen I'm looking Microsoft. for you yep uh, Jalen's gonna unwind on this woman who tried to kill him so it's, oh, the, it's actually a little half orc it's just a, the wrong icon but yeah or halfling oh, I'm sorry okay. halfling Unless you want to step up and go for the the tabaxi. Nah, he has a vendetta with her right now. All right. It, so I mean, technically, be... Turg did siphon your life force, and you felt it. Yep. Uh, so that's a 16. Uh, 16 just hits. Cool. Oh, I was supposed to roll two. Okay, so that's... 10 plus 14 damage on the first one. Ooh, nice. And that's gonna hit then. Uh, Wait, sorry, did you say 14? Yep. Go ahead and describe how you end Turg. Um, it's very quick like after he feels that the kind of his life force draining from him it's almost like the scene x-men where like wolverine wakes up and just puts his claws through rogue like as soon as he feels that effect kind of drain off of him he just bisects her nice <laughs> uh, uh, uh. 
turd goes down. All right. Nicely done. Uh, coming up next, we have... As Turg goes down, sorry to jump in. No problem. As Rook sees Turg fall, he just instinctively goes and uses reaction, and a, a coin appears in his hand with the face of Turg on it. Nice. All right. He pockets it He pockets it next to the coin with the Naga face. You just reach out. It's like the coin trick where you reach out, and the coin is just there in your hand. Nice. All right. Um... And- He's also cool. going to really quickly use Second Wind, because he needs health. <laughs> yep, absolutely. All right, yep. and the Frizz. You're next. On deck, Frizz, then Talithar. Okay. Uh, this time, Miss Frizzle is going to... Um... So, t- he Turg just went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to flank with Gax. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to. Okay, yep. And she's going to, um, whoops. So you step uh, up next to the sorcerer. Hand axe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's going to use her hand axe. And first attack. Um, oh, that'll hit. So are you no. are you going after the druid or uh, the yeah. tabaxi? The dog, the dog or the cat? The dog. Okay. I'm. I should be flanked with Gax. You are. You have advantage, but you hit with twenty-two anyway. You can go for the crit if you want. Well, go for the crit. Yeah, now, no. Not with a two. <laughs> not with a two. And um, how is she looking? Uh, the dog is looking pretty rough. Uh, I mean, took a hard hit. You can see the black veins of uh, and streaks and like rotting furs. A bunch of it just drifts off on the back of this do- half dog creature. Um, it's it looks hurt. It's a little over bloodied if you follow such okay. things. Okay. Um. So she's going to use one superior superiority die mm-hmm. to do a distracting strike. Um. So. Uh, that damage was an eight plus another six. Nice. Fourteen. And points. then Um and then if she it is still alive. Yep, it is. Uh next well no, next uh when like if it stays alive by the time Gex's turn, um Gex will get advantage. Nice. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, that's the frizz. Talithar. Oh, oh you... I get one more. Oh, you get hit. one more. Sorry. I get I get two actions. Yeah, well, that's right. Sorry. Or two I was... attacks. I gorefet these things. Um Actually, I get three attacks, but So, that's another 13 for 7. Uh 13 does not hit the AC. 
Okay, and then... Um, Although, have its advantage, so go ahead and roll for it. Right. Shoot. I keep forgetting it's all I good. have advantage. Boy, Talithar locking And I'm down the one that. who gave myself advantage. You did. <laughs> and I I gotta it. say, if that half-orc was still swinging because Talithar locked him down hard... It might have been a different story <laughs> right now. I'm just saying. Oh, right, another 13, 13 does not help you. So the doggy yeah, no. lives to fight another day. All right. Talithar, you're up. Or do you, you said you have three attacks. Uh, as a bonus action, I can do that offhand, but I'm not going to. Okay. I don't think I have to. Uh, I don't think I can. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Talithar. What do you want to do? Um, so, so Talithar sees the tabaxi. She's relatively unhurt, though, right? Uh, mostly. She did take yeah. a bit of damage. But, but like, okay, so he's going to bonus action cast Thunderous Smite. Okay. And attack. Make your rolls. Um, okay. First attack. Uh, sorry, well, let me just check his plus to hit. Uh, first attack is for 15. I don't know if that hits or misses. Uh, 15 misses. She is okay. nimble. Ooh, 14. So he, he, he missed both attacks. She just sidesteps. Well-practiced roguery is keeping her out of your swing and range, unfortunately. Okay, that's it for him. He's just going right. to maintain his lock. All right. You don't want to drop your concentration for some reason? No? No, no that's you, okay. You sure? Okay. All right, yeah. coming up next. Uh, that was Talithar. Coming up next is Garrick, and he can't do a lot. Um... He can't... So, explain to me why he can't move away. Uh, because of Aura of Conquest. Uh, right. As a, as a Paladin of Conquest, if a creature's frightened of me, its speed is reduced to zero while in oh, the Aura. That is vicious. Vicious, sir. Locked if they down. wanted to release him, they should have done out, like, dispelled the fear or do something like that, but he's locked. Yep, he's locked in. Uh, I'm going to say he's not able to move away. He's under extreme um, uh, attack. Uh, I will say he is. Um, I'm going to say he still has his reactions, not his action. So he is going to use his reaction. Can he do this? Um, he he calls out to um, uh, her niece. He's like, I can't move. I'm locked down. Get us out of here. Uh, and that's his turn. Um, but he's he's readying an action. All right. Uh, that is his turn. Coming up next, we've got Hilda. Okay, so I'm the minute. The minute. 
<laughs> Sorry, what was that? I just healed him. I oh, yeah. have the mentor's hand in mine. You know, I was just like, it's gonna be okay. And then the fire like singes past us. And now, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll roll the death save. He just failed another one. What do you want to do? Does he get like a bonus to death save because? Straight roll, I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, it's up to you, Tim. What do you want to do? Cat. Hmm. Is he at a negative fifteen at the moment? Because um, like he's at zero. But then he went he did, back okay. down again after the he was up to ten, and then the fireball uh -huh. roasted him. Mm -hmm. So he's back just like at zero. You don't go negative, right? Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm gonna lay on hands one more time. Okay. All We're right. Gonna fix you. Come on, come on, don't go, don't go. <laughs> All right. So you drop how many points into him? Uh, I'll just put another ten points into him. Another ten points. The, the uh, his again his singe his, his burnt fur and he opens his eye and his one eye's all crusted oh, shut, but the other one opens up with his large bovine eye, looks at you, and is like, oh. maybe at this point I should have <laughs> Come, come there. We will. We're not there yet, but we will. <laughs> nice. All right. That is your turn, unless you want to move somewhere. Well, I don't know. Like, what happens <laughs> Here, um, maybe I will move. Yeah, why not? I'll move to right here. No, not there. Yeah, I, the I only place if you go here. past the half orc, you could stand like over here, uh, mm -hmm. just past the half orc, or you can kind of stay put where you are. It's your choice. I am going to. Yeah, I'm going to um, move to right um, past the half orc. All right. Uh, so and... you can move through to here, and it doesn't provoke because um, you didn't move out of the range. So you're okay where you are without getting swung at. Okay. All right, coming up next, we got uh, Harnisa. Okay, so Harnisa looks at Talithar and hisses, and then she dodges. She's going to try to acrobatics over Hilda and... Uh, over Hilda, oh, yeesh, that's going to be real tough. She's going to try to go over Hilda, land in um, Garex's space. So uh, she's that's going to provoke from Frizzle. So Frizzle gets a free swing in Harnisa, if you want. Uh, yeah. All right, make your roll. Of course she wants it. And you do have advantage yeah. because technically Graham is kind of providing a flank there. It's a very crowded space as she's kind of moving through. Mm. 21 will hit. Yep, that hits. 
Alright, so she takes how many how much damage? Uh five. Alright, she takes it. Um and then she just runs into and basically tackles um Garrick as she cries out, and her voice makes this incredibly loud, like <laughs> sound as she casts Thunderstep. Counterspell. <laughs> Counterspell. Anybody? Someone's muted. Five. Four. Three. Is the spell enough? Is the spell enough? Just to know if it's bad or not. Dispel. Which way is she moving? Dispel won't do it. Counterspell. Counterspell. Dude. Who's? Balin? Yeah. Alright, it is a third level spell. So your counterspell matches it and just shuts it down. Am I right on? Yeah, uh, sorry, wait, guys, I, I literally don't know what Thunderstep does because I'm still pretty new to 5th Ed, so it's... All right. Need some it's a teleport that makes an explosion. Yeah. So she Basically, they would get away and we would take all damage. It's bad. Yeah, yeah okay, thank you. So she gets right, shoved as, um, as Garrick kind of can't... She can't stay in his space, but for a second when they make contact, she was going to Thunderstep, but instead... She doesn't go anywhere. They lock eyes, and he kind of pushes her to the side and bra- braces with his shield, and she crams in just next to Balin up at the top corner there, uh, just barely fitting into this space. All right. Um, Balin shut that down. All right. Well done. Um, and she just growls, like, <laughs> at Balin. All right. Or hisses. All right. Um... That is her turn, I think. Let me just double check. Yep, that's her turn. Uh, so she is going to... You know what? 5, 10, 15. She's going to bonus action disengage. Uh, no, no, she's good where she is. She's going to stay right there. Okay. All right, coming up next. Shut that down, man. I was so looking forward to that. Uh, that was her. Bear, then Rook. Uh, so he'll try to do more damage to Orky Boy there, because he's still not dead yet, right? No, he's still up. Go ahead and swing. You have advantage. I have advantage whether he likes it or not. (laughs) Ooh, so that's a nat 20. Oof, this is going to be painful. Yeah, four. Nice. Oof. 15, three, I'm just going to let you calculate this because it's fun. Yeah, so that's 18. 22 damage Ooh. on that one. And then tap number two. Oh, not 20. I'll just take that again. Holy shit. Okay, so here's what happens. Uh, First of all, describe attack. it. The first shot oh, my, the drops him. They're both 22 damage. Holy shit. So 45, okay. (laughs) So here's what happens. Um, (laughs) Crank just unloads into the half-orc. The first swing, you see his eyes roll back in his head and he falls to one knee and he takes this deep breath. (gasps) 
And he's got the half-orc resilience, so he just pops back up. And then the second shot just right in the face. And he drops back down to zero again. Uh, he is busy. He's down. Yeah, so I, I kind of imagine him as like taking a... He does this like whole swing, hit with the back end, sees him drop and pop, pop back up and kind of goes... And then just does it again. <laughs> <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, hit it again and again and again and again. All right. Uh, okay. That is Garrick. Uh, and that is Bear. Rook. Followed by Empty. What are you doing? You see the half orc drop. Rook kind of sees um, the, the tabaxi. She's kind of in the line of sight. And um, he kind of like... There is that that look of recognition, but at the same time, just with everything that's at stake, mm-hmm. he posts up and the eyes, like the dead eyes, kind of come back and he does sharpshooter on her. Nice. So you he's going to use bonus actions. She's one-time member of the same Thieves Guild you came up in. Yeah. And you, you lock... Make your rolls. So it's with advantage, uh, but activating sharpshooter. Sorry, what is it that gives you advantage? Being stealthy? Uh, bonus bonus action. Okay. Uh, sure. Ready aim. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. That's fair. I'm not moving. Yeah. Um, I roll same number both times. Twenty. Nice. That is a hit. It wouldn't have been if the orc was up, but it was a hit. Uh, and she takes 41. Ooh, oh, damn. Ay, 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 ay. All right. Describe it, sir, as you just lock in and take her out. He just kind of like, he has that kind of like, as he kind of posts up just before he draw, like just after he, he draws with the dead eyes and just lets go, going right for actually for the gem and just just hits right through the gem and as he as he he sees it's kind of like a kill almost like a kill shot he just said he just signs be seeing you oh i love it so what happens is the arrow hits the gem but instead of pulling it out it drives it in and it actually goes out the back of her skull four inches and the arrow has driven it through and she sees you sign it and she just kind of freezes for a second. Her body gives this twitch. And she locks eyes with Rook for a moment. And then just slumps against the wall. Uh, I want you to roll a d10 for me there, Rook. Okay. Uh, a 10? All right. So she slumps against where the wall would be, but it's one of those open mage windows. 
She had a 20% chance, a 9 or a 10. So she just falls backwards out into the night. As she's falling, I use my reaction and coin appears with her her face on the soul. Yep. You're just collecting new friends. And right. I whales and I whales of the grave, the doggy. And the doggy takes sixteen again or uh rolled three D six, half my sleeves. Alright. Mm, eleven damage, necrotic. What the, the doggy's yeah. like and it like rolls over, exposing its belly and its neck. It's like it's like mostly human face. Alright. Um that is that is uh Rook's turn. Empty. You are outside and that tree is now attacking the chimera, scoops it up and throws it about a block away. Um Yeah, so empty is somehow be probably like worked into the like some crevice and bark, honestly. Probably not actually in the hands so that their hands are free or arm. Like, maybe they have multiple. They're a tree. They have plenty of branches. Never mind. It's irrelevant. Oh, um, yeah. But um, they are in this state where they're sort of like trying to go into a calm and um, the astral wisdom is like layered over them. At the end of the last session, we actually talked about how um, empty and wisdom are like both conscious at the same time right now it's the, when they started communicating with um the tree they sort of both became conscious simultaneously which hasn't really happened before right. um and through the astral projection of wisdom over top of empty um they can pierce through the darkness of the night like with extra dark vision but also um are able to broadcast their voice much louder and pierce through the, the the healing winds and everything and so even though they're not in a position to be fighting we hear um uh wisdom's voice coming from empty um directing people like civilians in the street being like go to the mage's tower it'll be safer in there behind us and just like using this position not to fight but to direct the crowd and hopefully save as many people as possible absolutely can i get you to do a um either hmm i think this might be a persuasion check yeah that would be such a leadership thing but uh, i'm going to argue for intimidation even though that's silly um the it's a terrifying specifically right well the thing is I want to code the intimidation not as like scaring, but like I am giving you an order. It's like, like I am, a command. I'm simply yeah, telling yeah. you what to do. I am not like I'm not, I'm not being nice about it, right? Yeah. So go ahead and roll exactly. intimidation. Um, so I think that works, and I get advantage from my mask of the astral self. So I will do that. Although I don't think I'm like proficient because why would I be proficient in intimidation? Um, that's a fifteen. Fifteen's not bad. Um, so people begin to respond. The chaos. Um, and they see this massive tree, and then they see you up in this tree, yeah. almost And I am, like, to be clear, I am using the mechanical amplify your voice to 600 feet. Um, Absolutely. So the whole area, people like are starting to see this of symbol yeah. of the mage tower, which is now the tree itself, plus mm-hmm. empty wisdom floating in amongst this tree, um, suspended mm-hmm. with it as though riding and commanding it. 
and people from all around begin to see this as a beacon and understand that they are to escape into the mage tower if they can and some of the city guard begin helping up an old man nearby and like three kids are pulling their injured dad along the street and they they're all hustling in towards the mage tower you probably just saved a bunch of lives as the tree oh, yeah. steps in front of them for any obvious not yep. that I get extra actions or anything, but like I feel like there's this interesting sort of split mindset between wisdom and empty right now, um, where empty is very even though you know she does care about saving all these people. Don't get me wrong, but she's very focused on the tree itself and trying to, from a druidic attunement standpoint, monitor the health of the tree and uh, is in a position where she is like ready to start healing and stuff as necessary if that happens so there's sort of this like two two tracks in the mind i don't think there's any action i'm taking but i am like thinking about okay let's keep in tabs on the vitals of the tree if they start to get too hurt we might change tactics or i'll start healing that kind of thing nice um essentially you're running a treant right yes right as a druid i'm not going to be fighting but i am going to be like making sure that it can fight as well as it can. Um, Absolutely. And, and In fact, I would even it. take it as the yeah. aid action. So, um, Oh, that sounds cool. I'd like that. Yeah. Um, All right. Because cool. I'm perfectly willing to say that directing people is an action. That is not something you simply do as no, a free action. Especially with so that's big, also big like, voice. We're also just kind of narratively doing the, this downstairs scene. We're not going to sat out the fight with, 15 chimeras or whatever no, we're just sort no. of like and, you and like put in effort and to stuff. save people yep. people are saved <laughs> you know? people, a lot of people it's just fine. got got their marching orders all right balen cool. then graham okay um uh so i assume there's some kind of light source that's lighting uh the thing on the walls here right uh yeah yeah there's little torches sconces um, there appears so to be like only to one enemy the... who's still around, and he looks like he's submitting. Yeah, there's only one guy, and he looks like he's surrendering. It does look that way. Okay, well, just to make sure he's really surrendering, I'm going to cast Earth and Grasp on him then. Nice. Uh, what kind of save is that? Uh, or is it an attack? Here. I always forget. Uh, it does damage, but there's also a save to restrain him. Uh, where is it? Looks like a DC 14 strength. All right. Um, not the strongest of beings, and only got a. Yep, it uh, it restrains as this the stone of the floor reshapes as this into these fingers that just grab around the delgi. Yeah, and takes nine damage. Uh, and crushes it to death. <laughs> Unless you want it to be uh, non-lethal, I'd like it to bring him to one HP if possible. Uh, you can knock him to zero. Yeah. Okay. But not I, I want dying. him interrogatable. Okay. Yeah. So he is on death's doorstep, knocked out. That is the end of the combatants. Um. Thank you very much. All right, everybody. So a couple of things happen. You see the whipping winds outside, and you see the the kind of storm clears for a little while and you see 
looking out of the window a little ways down, probably like six blocks away or something, you can see the tall ships of the harbor. One of the tall ships leans over and disappears beneath the waves, and these roiling tentacles can be seen at that distance. And then you see the head of this terrifying sea creature press up and the tentacles spread out over land and begin pulling itself up, knocking over several sheds and docks along the way as this massive kraken creature. Behind it, you see more tentacles. The, like At a distance, it shouldn't line up. It looks like there might be more than one in that harbor. You see whipping uh, black shadows of these reapers t- just... There's probably two dozen reapers out there somewhere over the city, uh, whipping in and out of buildings and just just pulling souls out of people um, out in the in the village. You see chimeras. You swear you see a massive bird, like bigger than any bird you've ever seen, flying out there. Um, it's it's a real just nasty. I promised my son I would try not to swear, so it's it's a a mega storm outside of just nastiness. But inside... It's a mega bummer. Yeah, it's a mega bummer. Okay, pause for one sec. The, the, it's a show out there. It is nasty. Alright. So, inside... Those friends of yours. ...is relatively ah. calm. I think Dalvar's gonna look around at everyone and say and the scene and he's basically gonna say, Okay. He'll like look at Torag and say, We all need to get down into and end this. We need to cut the head off the snake. We need to get going. Yeah, I, I agree. If there's if we cut off the main controlling part, the one that's causing all of this chaos, because I don't think we have the resources to deal with multiple Kraken out there. I didn't come here oh. to fight these lackeys. What were they doing here? Oh, they seem Let's to be... Hmm? They seem to be causing you know, widespread bummers. So I feel like you need to cause a very focused bummer on on one, you know, multi-eyed floaty boy. I think we're all agreed. Let's end this. And I think Torg is going to like he's going to grab Torg and like lead the way to where Torg they were like pauses at the window as as you're kind of beginning to lead out, and Torg's like, Oh my god, people won't survive long out there. They're gonna get wiped out. There's, is there anything we can do to help the city? Like, I would say Talithar is looking back and saying, I think the best we can do is to take out this beholder as quickly as possible and end its control on all these things. All right. All in favor. Full force going below. 
Let's go to the source. I want to hear from everybody. How do you vote? Not going to split some of your energy to help protect the city, or you're going to go below with yeah. everything you got. Uh, I believe I that uh, Lesran gave us some some dragon orbs that uh, that might come in handy. From uh, what I ex inspected on these, I think if we we use them, we'll be able to call some dragons to our aid for a short time. That might help protect the town up here. That's a good idea. I say we smash the orbs, teleport down to the beholder, let the dragons be here, we be there. It's all good. Um, we should hold some dragons in reserve, but okay. So I think, like, whoever wants to use your dragons, like, let's do it, but let's... Alright, if you're gonna use your dragon, please let me know if you're gonna hold on to it. Just, you know don't i think jalen's gonna <laughs> use his okay yeah i'm, I'm gonna go crush uh asterion's orb as well yep asterion Kill barely the gets to their feet crushes the orb there's a and uh what one was that again that was the green dragon the so as soon so. as asterion smashes it underfoot it begins to grow and you all have to hustle out of that particular corner <laughs> as a very large um it's it's technically statted as a young adult green dragon begins to uh take shape right in that corner and uh you all move quickly to the side so it doesn't crush you uh okay Amazing. anybody else uh jalen's using his All right. Uh, Jalen will use her own. Which one was Jalen's again? Did Jalen even get one? I don't think. Pretty sure. All right. Or Hilda. So the green dragon and Hilda. You said you're using yours to help the city. Yes. All right. So the copper dragon also appears. The green dragon barely squeezes out through the window and looks back kind of his serpentine neck kind of coming back in just as hilda's smashing this and it looks at um at asterion the minotaur what orders what what orders owned one did he protect hi <laughs> and the green dragon disappears from view um hilda same thing with yours the copper dragon this time it's metallic sheen kind of the light in the room bouncing off illuminating you're just amazed at being this close you've been close to a lot of dragons yeah. at this point but not one under your yeah. command um i do look up to it and i say you know try your best to gather as many villagers to a safe location and then it, guard it. It shall be done. This The copper dragon disappears out the window. Anybody else? I think Talithar like just sees this and like while he's he was very like was very much contemplating holding on he just sighs and he's gonna use the silver gem. Alright. And 
and so the with silver takes shape in yeah front the silver of you. dragon this one barely Jeez. fits inside it's it basically has to step out while it's forming and its head kind of forming uh in through the window looking at you and and i'll say defend the innocent and civilians from the monsters yes sir all right anybody else um since cranky bear doesn't talk he'll just pull out his black thing and hand it to hilda okay <laughs> and she smashes it i'm guessing and uh it forms up and you know i mean you can hold it, it if you be, want to it could be smashed or saved that's up to timely i mean at, at the moment we got three dragons out there hmm. but a whole village of madness i'm sorry I, I I couldn't hear what you said there. Uh, I was just saying, like, um, yeah, we got three dragons out there in a whole village full of creatures. Um, but then again, we do have the beholder. Hmm. I'll smash it. All right. <laughs> the black dragon forms... And again, take similar marching orders, unless you want to say what it is. Yeah, what do you tell the black dragon as it looks at you? It's mil- it looks a lot like the black dragon you've seen, but it's smaller, uh, quite a bit younger. But um, it definitely intense stare. It looks like it kind of wants to eat you, but it has made a promise, and it kind of licks its lips, and the acid drooling on the floor makes these little pock marks. Uh, okay, well then, uh, yeah, please enjoy a feast upon the monsters in town. Just the monsters, not the villagers. <sighs> not the villagers. <clears throat> and it spits on the floor, and it literally burns through a spot about one foot wide through to the next level. And then it leaps out the window. Um, good thing dragons are pretty slender especially the young adults, because they can just squeeze through the window. Although the window's starting to, like, some stones are getting loose and, like, starting to fall. Um, all right, anybody else? We got four dragons They're out. like doves. Their bones are flexible. <laughs> yeah. It's like a snake, you know? That probably makes better sense as a comparison point. I just... Mm. Flexible doves is funny to me. <laughs> all right that's why you keep and them in your robes and do we got magic. one two three four dragons are out there out of ten Isolde's just going to um go with Gax and I think Frizzle will too okay after the beholder I'm assuming yeah can Eli do like a quick investigation to see if like any of these people had uh like potions on them? Uh, oh, you want to search the bodies real quick? Quickly, just just to see if he sees like any semblance of a health potion. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. he's just gonna. <laughs> I'll help Eli with that. 
All right, you do a quick search. Um, it looks like they do had. Do you want to lay on hands? I got a twenty-two. Twenty-two, pretty good. Um, the, there is a magical battle axe and a magical shield. Um, you can just tell by the runes on Garrick. Um, the n- anything that was Hernisa's is gone. Uh, you do find uh, three potions on Hernisa's belt, um, but you're not entirely certain what they are. One of them looks like it's kind of pinkish. Actually, sorry, two of them look like they're pinkish, and one of them looks kind of clear. Can I do a med- medicine check? Uh, sure, go ahead and do a medicine um, check on the potion. Yeah. So I can't use shields, but I can use the axe. Can I identify that axe super quick? Sure. It is an axe plus... Let's see how generous I'm going to be. Seventy <laughs> percent. All right, it's an axe plus one, sir. It is magical. Okay. Who can use the shield? Uh, else can use the shield besides Talithar. Uh, uh, Hilda is a dual wielding paladin. Okay. So, I guess what is the shield like? To, I guess if Talithar can get someone to identify it. Make sure it's a uh, curse. Uh, I can well, identify that too, if you like. Although it depends on how much time we have, because I think it's uh, how long no, does it take no. me to ritual identify? It takes no, no ritual. Yeah, you won't have time for that. I'm afraid. It's just yeah. Uh, um, seventeen on the medicine check too. Uh, seven. So two healing potions and one unknown. Uh, they're they're the greater healing though. We can put you can. We can figure that later. Uh, yep, yep. I mean, is the shield just plus one or like how the shield, shield is? Um, I'm gonna say it's an a sentinel shield. So Ooh, it gives you one. advantage on initiative and perception, and it's plus one. Oh, I think I'm thinking of a different shield. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Gix, what happened to the girl? Gex? Where did Empty go? Is what she was asking. Uh, I didn't see. I left did Empty you know? with the tree. Okay, are we meeting downstairs? We guess See? we can't just do this ritual here or whatever. Uh, Might not be time. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, Gex is yeah, having I a senior like, moment. I feel like Empty said something about tell people to come in my direction, but I don't. I don't know if that's good advice. What did you do down there? Well, I took Empty Wisdom down there and they converted a tree from non-sentient to sentient and mobile. So, last I saw, the tree was going outside. So maybe we want to go towards the tree or 
Do we see it at the window? Yeah, you can look. Oh, now we have that contact. You can look, and you can window. absolutely see this massive tree uh, at the top of it, only about two stories down. And you can see empty wisdom floating in amongst the leaves. Um, it, it, funny enough, wisdom is being carted by the tree, but empty is floating within wisdom. And like with one hand on the tree, and they're directing it, and it's just like smashing away various reaper type creatures and like this massive snake thing that the tree is. Well, she seems busy. You could probably yell down to her. It's only two stories at this point because of, you know, magic tower is weird. I think Tyler's like, we got to get going, right, with what we can. We have, I think there's like a big tree and a, and a bunch of dragons defending, but we need to finish this. We can't, yeah. we can't, Terry. Yeah, I thought gonna... we were going to like teleport to the beholder's yeah. house and fuck it up. So. Yeah, well, Eli's going to. Last guy alive if anybody wants to interrogate him. We don't we, we don't have time to chat. Let's let's go. You got like, boss. Alright. And the hand just squeezes till it makes dog juice. Yeah, just squeeze the, the life out of him. <laughs> just no, no, like you can keep him alive. You can keep him alive, but like keep him alive, but let's go. Like if you want. Kill him, I'm, keep I'm him alive. Hate like, mail for that one. Yeah. Oh no. Well, oh, no. if we had time, Gex was gonna skin it. Because, yeah, know, I mean, I've I've sworn to like that to help you guys on your mission. So whatever your orders are, I'm uh, I'm I'm down with it. He gave up. Let him live. Let's go. Are the you... dog's a person, right? They're a druid. They reverted back to their personhood form. Yeah. Now here's the thing. <laughs> this is weird, actually. It's more dog than human most of the time. It's basically beginning to lose itself um, to uh. its wild shape. So it is actually in dog form more than it is in human form. Gex's oh, thing cool. is that like he's like a state of being where yeah. it it's becoming more dog form. all cool. the time. Are we sure like it's that. not just an awakened dog that can shapeshift into a human? I mean, it might be, but we gotta go. The main question I have for you is, are you gonna leave Empty out there fighting? Or are you gonna call Empty to get up with you? I think we're gonna call Empty to join us quickly, but if Empty's busy... Then empty's busy. We'll give empty the option to join us, but we're out of here. Yeah. All right, who's gonna? So we will call out someone. Okay. Uh, like someone who can either fly or or yell out. Now here's the yeah, funny I thing. Think that, um, it's as, only two stories empty. down. The truth oh, would actually reach up and pass yeah. empty so, so we, from there. So, so then we would say you would yell at Telly. Uh, I thought like the tree was way off into the city. It, I'd say like it's pretty close to the tower still. So, like as, we, as Empty's player, I think yeah. I'm picturing the scene like people look out the window and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna shoot down to this tree," and there's like a storm going on and like can't get through. Um, like even like Wisdom's voice itself booming you all makes heard. it hard for to hear anything so i think that like you call out and you go you know what it's not worth it we can do the, if we can if we think we can do this without bringing this tree ally with us we don't need we'll, we'll let her do her thing so as as empty's player i'm gonna say you try and get her attention she doesn't hear it and you go 
you know what? Maybe she found herself. <laughs> but as as a player, I'm, I'm just basically I'm okay giving you the option to opt in to joining, yes. having MD yeah. join us. That's all. Like you have the option. Yeah, totally. We, yeah. We can make the me effort. As a player, I'm giving you the permission as a player. We're good. All right. So, Empty yeah, okay. is out defending the city as well amongst the dragons and, and rallying this tree. Uh-huh. And the rest of you gather around Torig. He's like, all right, everybody, buckle up. Might be a bit dicey. The uh, place we're going to appear in is usually surrounded by a bunch of people who work for the Inquisition. All right, are you ready? He says as he's drawing the circle in the middle of the hallway here. It's 15 feet wide hallway. As he's doing that, Talithar drinks the potion of Frost Giant Strength. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That was like an hour, right? That should be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Any other preparations you uh, want to do? Isold will uh, kind of run up to. Um, do we get uh, a, a short rest? I mean, you can there. take one if you want. It would be an like, hour. Okay, so we haven't been standing around that long. No. It's um, been five minutes. Then she will run up to um, Hilda and ask for some healing. Lay on ha- hands or something, if you have any left. I'm going to ask Balin for one of As, the potions. Yeah, I'm really, I'm quite low. And going into a boss fight like this, she won't make it. Uh, did I get all the potions? I, I figured I'd just hand them around because I'm pretty full on health. So yeah, I'll distribute healing potions to whoever oh, needs Oh, actually, them. you also, during this time, somebody, I'm going to say But we didn't know they were healing potions. Is okay. going to be searching Turg, Turg as well. Uh, and Turg has five potions. Three of which are the same as that other healing potion. So it's a greater healing. Um, so you get a bunch of potions, and two of them, one of them is almost pitch black, like like Guinness. And another one is like a bluish color. Okay. Would Arcana be able to identify those quickly, or do I need to identify? You can try. Go ahead and roll. It's going to be a um, reasonable DC. 15. I imagine this is happening like during the circle yeah. being drawn. So the, the time overlaps here. Yeah. So you have a total of five greater healing potions and three other potions one of them is a potion of invisibility uh the another one is a potion of um electricity resistance like lightning resist and then the black Uh, one is a necrotic resistance rook's taking the invisibility dibs on invisibility for rook yeah, I'll, I'll give Rook the invisibility potion. Who wants necrotic? Uh, who else needed healing potions? I do. Eli, Eli's going to take one. Okay. I feel like a lot of us uh, got pretty scratched up in that explosion. Jalen's also just going to like wordlessly take the necrotic one, since he okay. probably took the most necrotic damage last round. Oh, that's true. I've already got a potion of uh, of lightning resistance, so if someone else wants it. So I got one from the uh, Oni bag. Now, when you say you know, you're taking it, do you mean you're taking it or you're holding it? Like, in your equipment? 
Very important uh, to distinguish. Brandon, mostly, I'm asking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm chugging it now. Nice. All right, so uh, you're necrotic okay. resist for an hour. Okay. Very nice. All right. And uh, I'm assuming... Kaylin, you might... So I don't think it's something that she would think of, but since you have looked at the gems and stuff, I think that the gem Shu took is a, like, is a dragon that breathes lightning. So maybe you're like, you know what, just in case you should take this less lightning potion in case you blow yourself up. So that's if a good we don't idea. know what else to do with that potion, I think that would make sense. That's a good idea. I'll give it to Shu. All right. Okay. Shu's got the electric. And out of the five potions, I gave away three of them. Did you give one to me? Yeah, okay. Isolde's got one, Eli's got one, and did uh, Hilda get one? Uh, no. No? But okay. I would take one. Okay. Yeah, I'll give I, I'll give Hilda two, because you usually do a lot of healing. And then I'll keep one for myself, just in case, because I don't have any other healing. All right. You and uh, anybody want a haste spell cast on the, before we go in there? Uh, I was thinking of Rook or Talithar is sold. I'm not sure who would benefit the most from it. I know I would. Or sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or or Gex. Gex does a lot of damage. Oh, you've oh, got to be it, fucking uh, kidding me. I'll give it to Isold. It's not as low as it looks. It's just that it includes ones. Two of them. Okay, oh. Isold, you've got a haste on you too. You're going to have to maintain concentration on that, right? It's for a one minute? Yeah, and if you lose concentration, then they lose a round, so it's it's a risky spell. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I want it or not. <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, if we need to... It's probably better to cast in combat because it doesn't last yeah. like an hour just, like these potions are. Yeah. Yeah, just in case. I'll wait. I don't think. Yeah, it only lasts like a minute or something. Yeah, just in case. That way I don't expend it while we're traveling or when we get there. Yeah, that's good. You're like bailing yeah. out of the teleportation. Yeah, yeah it's, the haste is only one minute, so like I'd it's usually done in combat or right before combat. Mm-hmm. Well, I figure we're going to be attacked as soon as you come through the portal, but... Possible. Uh, Tis possible. Alright. So if you're prepared, Torig's got the circle ready to roll. Um, and begins to mutter and chant and call uh, you all closer. I'm just going to... Bamf you all in there now. So, uh, you... The flash of light, like a bluish light, just as all the runes illuminate around on the ground, you and Tor goes, go, go, go! And the circle illuminates with this brilliant floor-to-ceiling shine of light, uh, and you all run into the circle, and you're temporarily blinded as you go running through this brilliant light, and then you come out, popping out into this room. It's only about 20 feet wide by about maybe 80, 60 long. Um, there's identical runic uh, symbols on the floor. You see some very dim torchlight flickering in here and a channel 
um, almost like a little fountain, um, but with a channel feeding down. The circle you're surrounded in is actually covered with a thin layer of blood uh, on the ground as it's just seeping through like this fountain. At the far end of the room, you see what looks like a skull and blood is just slowly oozing out of the mouth of this of this skull statue against the the far wall and you are now deep within the undertow all right we're in i'm just gonna drag you over there now we can keep going or we could pause here if you like the choice is yours And this is probably like we're 10 to 12 probably a good point to just stop before we get into another fight but up to you guys like i could go for another 10 15 minutes but yeah it's a good stopping point if we point. do i need to take a break yeah, and, like, yeah. Maybe, yeah it's I a good stopping point and anything we do is gonna point. start yeah. like an extra hour-long thing probably yeah probably yeah it's a good time to stop yeah all right cool so baby. with that oh, no. You teleport within the within the stronghold beneath the undertow, right into the heart of the beholder's lair. Now, Rook, you've been here before. Yeah. You know this is a twisting chasm of cri part crypts, part uh, semi-natural tunnels, part ruins. You have explored this both before the game even started when you found that piece of treasure deep beneath that started it all. And with that, I think we're going to pause. So we'll pick up here next week with some more Dungeons & Dragons. Tuesday, 9pm for the live game. Um, thanks, everybody. Whew, I wasn't sure where that was going to go today, so um, I, I had a feeling murder would happen. And we are down one character. Not the one I expected. Oh, by the way, everybody, you're all now level 11. What? Whoa! What about our B? What about our B team? So B team is going to go. You know what? I'm going to say they go to level they six. Five. However, because Shu just became an A game, I'm going to say Shu is now level 11. That's so funny. <laughs> Shu did literally nothing in that fight. <laughs> Eyes roll back. <laughs> like, oh, I'm out of here. This is, this is a bad situation. Oh no, a fireball. That's just like, I feel very experienced from all that. Wow. <laughs> That's it's really By funny. Watching, you I was just so complaining much. about the opposite of Leroy Jenkins, and there she is. There's the name. You shoot us. Yep. <laughs> Everybody else, your minions are, le we'll say, level six. Nice. Stu nice. doesn't learn by doing. He learns. They learn by looking. <laughs> it's an observation-based druid. Shu's a ranger. Yeah, they're just like, I'm going to stand on the boat and I'm going to shoot an arrow at the kraken. I don't get into the fight. <laughs> All that right. is their jam. Now that we've seen it, because you know, I will say this: when would that ever just happen? for fun? As you're about to teleport, shoo! You look down and you see a little mushroom <laughs> looking up at you from the floor. 
Do you pick it up and bring it with, or leave it there? You want to come along? All right, let's come along. I'll scoop. All right, so a little piece of wisdom. With the mushroom? Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if they can communicate over distance. I don't know. We'll see later. We will see later. All right, uh, I do need an episode name for tonight's episode. That goes for the internet, too, uh, or over the players. Hmm? Someone uh, said something. Uh, I I said murder happened. <laughs> Reverse ambush. Hmm. Or or the harbingers doomed. Ooh, it's there with the harbingers of Boone. Oh, that's right. Uh, that was a long time ago. All right. I, I got my that. notes, Todd. I got my yeah. notes. Somebody should be taking some notes. Harbing, harbinger doomed. I hope we have like one diehard fan who's like, oh, I get that reference. <laughs> like, they see the episode name. Like, no, they're, they're like, oh. That's going to happen. <laughs> All right. I, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that, Gordon. Thank you. Um, so we're going to be harbinger doomed all right and we'll be back here next week for some more dungeons and dragons don't forget we're also doing shadowrun for those in shadowrun with steve here as the gm i was totally thinking about my character most of last week actually for shadowrun because that's good fun like how do i spend my karma so yeah that's going to be um every other two weeks i believe is how we're doing that at least for now although someday maybe i'll be able to play two games a week uh, and be able to do like Shadowrun and D&D. Uh, if anybody wants to brainstorm that, what days might work, we can talk about that offline too. Well, speaking of two games a week, uh, we also have a game on Thursday. It's not with Psychos Live. It's on my channel, twitch.tv slash DarcyBits, or on YouTube at DarcyBits, and that is called Hot Springs and Hydras, and Todd is playing a bunny folk bard bumbling bumbler. That's probably... A bard. Bunny folk bard. Let's just say that. I don't need to say that you bumbled. A but also you are. <laughs> I totally do. <laughs> you just can't help yourself bopping him on the head. And in the end, he is now also a warlock. Yeah. So we're picking that up. We missed to a couple weeks fairy. as well. So please join us on that on Thursdays. All right. And then Ooh. Steve's game. Every time? It goes from 8... EST to 10 or whatever. Awesome. I don't know if we're at ST or the other one, but you know what I'm saying. Eastern. Uh, yeah, it's always two yeah. hours, 10. Very consistent game. Nice. And good fun. Thank you for that. All right. Anybody else want to plug anything before we go? <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. So, Arbiter's Doomed, and we are out. We'll see you next week. Stick around for the credits for all the Creative Commons, and peace. And special thanks to Will for helping me out with all the prep we didn't quite get to yet, but that'll be next week. Ain't that always the way.
Thank you.